Welcome to episode 172 with a special lockdown briefing. My name is Jim Babalos, Workplace Relations Legal Officer here at the VHAA. I'm here today with Bree, Workplace Relations Advisor. Welcome, Bree. Thank you. Happy to be here. So, Jim, there's been a lot of talk recently about working from home and how COVID-19 impacts on this. What's now the consensus? Absolutely. I guess now we're almost well into nine months into working from home and generally the flexible work arrangements that exist in all the EBAs seem to be working quite well. Now, the case of Jason McKean is quite unusual. What's the background to this claim? Yeah, it's a bit of a strange one, Bree. I guess it's the case of the uh, desk that wasn't meant to be. Um, essentially, Mr McKean was employed by Red Energy and his issues really were amplified when stage three restrictions came into effect. In what way? Well, in May 2020, uh, whilst working from home, um, and working from home was initially proposed by his employer, Mr McKean had recently moved to a new house and he claimed that all things he did not have any furniture, including a table or a desk to work from. His manager did allow him to work from, um, work from the office for a little bit, um, but essentially, we all, as we all know, things did change on the 1st of June 2020. And what happened then? Uh, Red, Energy, Red Energy, essentially the management group, suggested that he look at secondhand websites to obtain, um, you know, office furniture. Mr McKean stated that he was under financial pressure due to medical expenses and that he was ill-equipped to work from home. His manager really, you know, in essence, effectively told him to sort, sort his own things out. Mr McKean then replied that if his company could not properly facilitate his work from home, then his role was redundant. His manager told him that redundancy was really not on the table. That seems pretty sensible. So why did the matters escalate? Well, as, as I guess we all know, on 7 July 2020, the Victorian government announced the reintroduction of stage three restrictions, which mandated that where employees could work from home, they were required to do so. Uh, later that day, an official of Mr McKean's union um, then sent an email to the company's HR manager stating that Mr McKean had been directed to work from home without being provided with what they deemed the appropriate equipment necessary to carry out his work from home, namely a desk. The union delegate requested a dialogue with the company about uh, Mr McKean either being reimbursed for the cost of purchasing a desk or being allowed to continue to work from the office. Mm -hmm. Things just, I guess, brief and they're really accelerated. On 9 July 2020, the HR manager replied to the union, stating that in line with the WorkSafe Victoria guidelines, the company was providing employees with all reasonable equipment and support necessary to work from home, including a laptop, headset, adjustable chair, ergonomic assessments, you know, access to an OT if necessary, online resources, but the company would not be providing desks or reimbursement for purchasing them as was as it was not fair and reasonable to do so. I guess on the same day things you know proceeded further, the union proposed that as Mr McKean already had an ergonomic chair and laptop, the company could simply just buy him a desk instead. About a week passes by and the representatives from Red Energy spoke with Mr McKean and told him that he needed to comply with the company's direction to work from home. Mr McKean then said, in his words, I understand that is your position. Uh, things very really just escalated, I guess, even more from there. And later that day, Mr McKean applied to take six weeks of leave of all things and wanted it to commence on Monday the 20th of July. But he was told that his request could not be accommodated. What happened after this? 
Believe it or not, uh, he took a different road and he ended up resigning and the employer Red Energy accepted the resignation. So how did it end up in the commission? Yes, yeah, so I guess this is where it gets really interesting. Mr McKean claimed that he was forced to resign. In other words, a constructive dismissal. And uh, as you're probably aware, um, a constructive dismissal is one where the employee has to prove, and the onus really rests on, rests on them to prove this, that the resignation was forced or coerced. It really much in line with the, the you know, standard decision of Australian Hearing v Percy from 2009. So what was Mr McKean's argument? Well, Mr McKean really contended that the company's conduct, namely its refusal to provide or pay for the desk, or at least to grant him leave uh, or allow him to work from the office, and its failure to consider his personal circumstances, no matter what they were, left him really with no reasonable choice, in his words, but to resign. And the company ought to realise this. Mr McKean submitted the company's conduct contravened its duties under sections 21, 1 and 2 of the OHS Act of Victoria 2004 because he failed to take reasonable practical measures to maintain a safe working environment by expecting him to return, uh, sorry, to work from home without a desk. He said that the employers, um, which is you know, preparing for pandemic guide, which has been issued by WorkSafe, requires employers to provide adequate resources for employees to really support them working from home, including technology and furniture, in his words. Mr. Mr. McKean's indicated that since April 2020, the company has been aware that he did not have a desk and therefore he could not work from home in a reasonable way. He indicated further that the company's refusal to pay or provide him with a desk and his rejection of other alternative solutions, in essence, compelled him to resign. Mr McKean submitted that his union had proposed reasonable solutions of all things on his behalf, but that the company had refused or ignored all of them. He said that the company contravened, uh, contravened uh, Section 35 of the OHS Act by not consulting with him and his union about safety uh, related matters and by failing to engage with him and the union about a, about a suitable solution really to the problem. Mr McKean stated that having been ejected from the office, with no safe place to work and with all alternatives foreclosed, he really was left with no option but to resign. And was this argument accepted? No, not at all. On the contrary, the Fair Work Commission was quite critical. DP Coleman stated as follows. Mr McKean's argument that he was forced to resign is entirely without merit. The simple fact is, uh, is that instead of resigning, Mr McKean could have bought a desk and Mr McKean acknowledged that a desk can be purchased very cheaply and then he could have afforded to buy one. And DP Coleman clearly indicated, um, you know, he was quite critical even further, indicating that he has since bought a table of all things. Well, what was the outcome? Well, the claim, I guess, uh, it's probably no surprises you, the claim was pretty soundly dismissed for several reasons. However, a few of the reasons are significant for the purpose of dealing with home for employees. And I might just quickly spell them out. Reasonable rejection. So firstly, reasonable rejection. It was reasonable uh, to reject the request for the employer to purchase a desk for the employee. Secondly, reasonable direction. It was a reasonable direction for the employee to work from home. Thirdly, reasonable refusal. It was a reasonable refu uh, refusal to refuse the request for six weeks leave, especially as the employer was forced to provide um, you know, little notice, uh, so little notice to approve the request. And the last one being not a forced resignation. Uh, forced resignation or constructive dismissal must meet a number of elements. 
you know, those elements, for instance, might be, you know, as we indicated earlier, um, you know, uh, coercion. This is not a situation where an employee had resigned, I guess, in the, also in the heat of the moment. It was more so a situation where the employee disliked a decision by an employer uh, that, and really entirely without merit to take action, what they really deem as on principle. Okay, so what are the lessons from this case and have you got any final thoughts for us? Yes, yeah, so I guess uh, be careful when asking your employees to buy a desk, but really I guess in this case the Commission said that the employee had been provided with adequate resources to perform his position from home. Uh, what is required will also depend on the circumstances, including the personal circumstances of individual employee. Employers though should not take a one-size-fits-all approach to work from home arrangements and should consider any individual request on their own merits. It will be important to consider the individual circumstance of an employee in deciding what equipment should be provided, including, I guess, the following three components. One, the nature of their position and duties. Two, whether they have, say, a disability um, and, or any other personal circumstances, you know, family responsibility, living arrangements. And thirdly, I guess, you know, we, we might be mindful of domestic violence concerns. That's really what I guess we need to consider. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, Bree.